Anime people of the universe, welcome. Happy, happy, happy August 21st. It is Saturday morning. We are chill. We are in weekend mode. And you are listening to Anime Double Play, episode 195, getting so close to that 200 mark, getting so excited. I'm here. I'm Mary. My brother's here, too. His name's Thomas. Thomas, what is up? Yo, I'm good. You are right. It is weekend mode. I slept in till like... 8.30 today? Ooh, felt good. I had a, actually a really bad week at work, and just, I was so stressed and so tired. I slept till 9, and then I laid in bed and watched anime, and it was so great. <laughs> I laid in bed and read Berserk. Yes, yes, all good things. And I have to tell you about the anime I was watching, all things that... We are going to talk about today. Today is a catch-up episode. Last week we were home, and we did the movie discussion for Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop, the Netflix anime movie, which in the end, there wasn't a lot to talk about. It was a pretty chill, normal movie. Super fun, super light, but it wasn't like we dove into heavy topics. But within that week, we did a lot of things, so we're excited to uh, talk about our weeklies and then check everything that we did off our list with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. I did get through an anime last week while I was home, so that was uh, kind of fun. Yes, but before that, I think in the beginning of the podcast, we have to make an announcement. Oh, Do you know what the announcement I is? That, I, yeah, I forgot <laughs> that. It felt like it. that was so long ago. Right? It, th- this last week has been so long, and technically we haven't announced it on the pod, so... Everyone, Anime Double Play is hosting a panel at Kineticon on September 12th, 2021 in Hartford, Connecticut. We are hosting How to Get Into Podcasting with Anime Double Play. So it's all going to be all about our creative process and what other people, we think other people will need or will need to plan to start a podcast of their own. Whether it be on anime, video games, or anything, we're really, really excited about it. Honestly, we didn't think we were going to get it. And then we got approved and went to a winery and drank a lot of wine. We were really happy. And we're working on our presentation now and a lot of local people are com- who listen to the pod are coming up to support us, and I think it's just going to be this magical, wonderful weekend of weebness. And we will keep you guys posted uh, in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you can get there at AnimeDoubleplay.com. And if something happens and they end up streaming it or something, we will totally share that link. And I think we're going to try and share it with the Discord anyway, like someone hold their phone and just play it ever is in the audience. But yeah, it's something we're working on. It's something we're really excited about. And um, we thank everyone for their support as we enter this new business domain. New business domain. All you is have to say, Thomas? What? No, I don't know. I don't know if that's what we're actually calling it. But it's a new medium for anime double play. It's IRL. It's in person. That's true. We haven't really done any in-person stuff. Not that there's much opportunity to do stuff when you're, like, doing internet stuff. Yeah. That was worded very poorly, but you know what I meant. We always joke about having fan meetups, and we're actually having a fan meetup. (laughs) So exciting. Yeah, kind of. It's fun. All the years of hard work. Yeah. (laughs) Hard work of talking about anime and watching anime. It's been such a struggle. 
I know. We really put our hearts and blood on the line for this. Sasageo. Here we are. <laughs> Giving my heart mm. to the anime humanity. Yes. But, um, anyway, how about we do the topic first today? Let's talk about all the stuff we did this week, which is kind of the topic anyway. And then we can go into weeklies, because, again, we're not watching that many. I'm only watching my hero at this point. You need to ca- uh, uh, uh. you need to catch up into your eternity. Is that actually good still? Yeah, well, it got worse, but the show's still good. <laughs> and you need to watch freaking Megalobox. It's like anime of what it's like gonna it, if it's not up for anime of the year, I'm burning Crunchyroll down. You heard it here first. I did watch a decent amount of it. I should. I did like it. So It was very engaging. Again, watched it on an airplane, the finale. Thought I was going to die. It was really good. But, um, yeah, just my because hero. Because of the and show or not, the airplane? Uh, because of the show. The airplane was fine. <laughs> um, okay. And we did not watch the uh, episode of My Hero that came out this morning. Again, Saturday, August 21st. Just because by the time of this recording, it hasn't come out yet. So it's not even laziness. I actually don't know if it came out yet. Oh. It might might have come out, like, when we were already prepping for this, so it doesn't matter. But... That's possible. I'm trying to find out currently. Yeah. Thomas, what's up with Berserk? The episode is out. It came out, like, five hours ago. But that's not important. Oh, rip. Berserk? I don't even know why I started reading it. Well, kind of we watched that video while we were home by um, Mother's Basement, where he was like... Don't watch anime. Read manga because it's better and blah blah. I actually like the video, but made me realize, oh yeah, I should pick up something. And with everything that happened with Miura, I was like, you know, I should read Berserk. And damn, this shit is so good. Right? It's so dark. Like, I feel terrible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then it's doing its job. Yeah, it's... It was interesting how they started it, where you just, like, get thrown into Guts, like, fighting an apostle. Yeah. And then you go back and you do his whole backstory, which was crazy. That's, like, that's called the Golden Age. It's literally one of the best arcs of all time. Yeah, that was my favorite, was Guts' yeah. past. Easy. hmm And now... Uh, oh. What were you going to say? No, no, no. Please continue. I can wait. Okay. And now I'm... Oh, what just happened? So they do the past, and then we do the thing with the elf girl, which was okay. But she escapes. I don't like that. The elf girl? Yeah, the girl who runs away from her village and turns into, like, an elf, and then sends, like, the children elves, and they, like steal kids to turn them into elves. They're oh. not actually elves. Yeah, that's like a shorter arc, I think. I, I read yeah, this. Yeah, with Rosine. And that's where you meet Farnese, because she shows up right. at the end. I started reading Berserk in 2017 and finished it a couple months ago, so this is over, like, four years of me reading it. So there's a lot of fuzzy. How many chapters are there? I don't even know. I don't know off the top of my head, but keep talking. I have a cell phone. I can look it up. Okay. So I finished that arc. That was okay. 
And now I'm in the par the uh, the arc with the Inquisitor, where everyone saw the dream of the burning hawk, and I just found out it means that Griffith is gonna come back down to Earth. And yeah, I don't know. I guess Guts is gonna try to kill him or or whatever. It's it's kind of hard to tell like how Guts feels about Griffith. Like he obviously like kind of hates him. But I don't know if, like, his goal is to just, like, kill him. I, or, I, I don't know. I guess I kind of know because when he, I guess he got to see Griffith before we got the backstory. And it seemed like they, they're not going to be on good terms. Yeah, but, I mean, it's definitely a complicated relationship. I mean, look at what he did. I, the Golden Age is probably the most brutal thing done to someone I've ever seen in manga. Poor Cass. Which is like Guts' life, or the end. The end. It was uh -huh. just... It's so... I mean, it's like, it's so bad, but it's so good. Like, as of somebody experiencing the story, it's really impactful and effective. And I, it like, I think... I mean, I don't think about it sometimes. Every, like, once in a while, I'm like, ooh. When I'm watching something brutal in anime, I'm like, well... I saw Berserk, I watched, I read Berserk, so this is literally nothing. It's really intense and hardcore, and uh, what I was going to say, and I was glad that you continued speaking, is that you're getting to a part in Berserk that's really interesting. After the Farnese thing, we you do a couple more arcs, and things don't necessarily turn around in tone. It's still Berserk, and Berserk is brutal and horrific on purpose, to make its point, but it, it gets, like, a little hopeful spin. Like, things kind of start to look up, and Guts really begins to develop and change in a way he didn't previously in the manga. And it's absolutely wonderful. It's such, like, a natural progression of his character and of everyone else. And it really makes the story wonderful, which is why it's really sad. I mean, it's really sad what happened to Miura, period. Somebody passing away is terribly sad. But especially when things were kind of looking up, just we were, we're seeing this light, and then we don't know where the story's going to go. So there's a lot going on, and I can't wait for you to get there. I can't wait for you to get there because I want you to experience the whole thing, but then I'm going to be sad when you get there because then, like, that's kind of it. There's another chapter coming out in September, but who wrote it? What's going on? So you're in, like, the blissful area right now, and then you're just going to get some sort of disappointment at the end, whether or not you like the story, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm reading it understanding that it's not complete. Yeah. Like, the author died. So, um, I, I, I understand that. I don't know how much I want to go into it. I almost want to, like, finish it, and then we have our Berserk episode. Yeah, I'm I'm totally cool with that. There's 364 episodes. Ah, uh, chapters. Rip. 364. Okay, I'm not even halfway through, which is really cool. There's so much still. It's big. It's big. Well, maybe I'm about halfway. So I'm reading it on this website, and they did the first, like, 20 chapters or so, and then they went back to, like, chapter 1 for the start of, like, Guts' past, and now it's been... Oh, they reset the chapter numbers. Yeah, I don't know why, but they did that. I'm on volume, like, 18 or 19. I literally read it on, um, readberserk.com. 
That's Which where is a I'm web- reading it. Oh, yeah, that is a real website. Bazzi gave it to me. I actually read the first 21 volumes in print. My friend was lending them to me. It started in 2017. And then I was borrowing them, and then COVID happened, so I didn't read it for a long time. And also the English publications are a little behind anyway. And then when Miora passed away, I think I read, like, 150 chapters in like a day and a half and the chapters are long i i like push through like a monster so oh you weren't caught up i wasn't caught up when he passed away no i was like five or six volumes back just because i couldn't see colby he couldn't give me my fix honestly this is the a manga that i would want to buy like this is Mm -hmm. so good i want to own this so i can read it years from now it's why i did not I was trying not to read it digitally, especially the art is so good that I really enjoyed having the physical volume and, like, holding it really close to my face or, like, putting my hand over the illustrations. Like, there's just, there's so much depth in his art. He was really magnificent. The guy was a genius. And seeing it on the screen is one thing, but, like, it's hard to say into words the magic of holding an actual book, but holding the actual manga and looking at the art is kind of... That's why I wasn't reading it. And everyone was like, oh, you need to catch up in Berserk. I'm like, no, I'm going to read it physically, but then everything happened, so I decided... I would definitely reread it, though, once I can see my friend again. But yeah. Oops. Paper medium will never die. There's just something yeah. better about reading, holding, like, paper in the physical copy. Totally Honestly, agree. it's more convenient to read on, like, a tablet or something. And reading on, like, an iPad isn't that bad. I'm reading this mostly on my phone, which isn't the most ideal. But it's not, like, terrible. But it just yeah. can't compete with paper. Um, Crunchyroll has a really cool... Um, I was actually showing Gannon this last week. They have a really cool feature on their manga app, which is not the greatest app. They don't have a lot of titles. It, like, crashes for me all the time. But they have guide mode, where instead of swiping by page, you can swipe by panel. So it's not like everything's really small. It literally cuts out the panels for you and zooms in, and then you swipe through the order of the panels. Which for some series, especially I'm reading Talentless Nana on there, there's a lot of text. They talk a lot in Talentless Nana. So it's great. I don't have to zoom in and zoom out. I could just go into guide mode and get bigger versions of panel by panel, which I think mm-hmm. more accurately depicts the feel of reading it physically. But And then you could always exit guide mode to see the whole page and then zoom back in. So that's pretty cool. Hmm. That is certain manga that would be good for, as like you said, Death ones Note. with lots of text. Yeah, Death Note, you would want to read that way. Mm-hmm. But Cool, well, I'm happy... That you're reading Berserk. This is great. So now, can we trade off and on and off? You're reading something. Can I talk about something I read? Sure. I'm trying to think if I had any other thoughts on it. Oh, yeah. Please. Because I actually haven't... The only person I've exchanged comments about Berserk with has been Regan. Because I just texted him that I started reading it. Um, Mm. I'm trying to see. Oh, I mean, what do you think of Casca? I mean, I liked her... As a character before, I thought she was awesome and strong and also real in a way. She had her vulnerabilities. She wasn't just badass anime girl. She she had depth to her that I thought was really interesting, and I thought her and Guts' relationship developed very well. Now, 
I mean, after what she's been through, I totally get why she's this way. I mean, I don't know how spoilerly spoilery where you want to go in this conversation. I do think uh, we should have a full... Don't spoil anything. Yeah. I will drive to Connecticut and end you. No, no, no. I'm saying it's stuff you know, but I'm saying for people listening, I think we should definitely have a full Berserk episode with a spoiler warning on it. But... I mean, I you to- can just, like, be general. She just yeah. seems kind of... I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about her yet. It, it totally makes sense why her character is in this place. Yes. So, ha- whether or not you feel strongly or not strongly for it, like, that is it. And it makes total sense. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm thinking more of the pre... Mm. The pre-festival. Okay, again, the I love that, the pre-festival. Again, read this in 2017, and then... Watched some clips from the 90s anime recently, like, around when Miura passed away. Um, possible that it was, it's been too long to say. It seems like you've got some negatives, which I did not feel. Yeah, I, get, I don't know. Again, I don't know how I feel about her. That's why I wanted to do a full conversation, but I was just throwing that out there. Let's, uh, once I finish it, let's just do a full episode on it. Because there's too yeah. much to just, like, only scrape some of it right now. Right, and I'll definitely need some time to prep. Obviously, I need to go back and remember some things because I've been reading it for five years. So, (laughs) it's been such a long time. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what's something you should also read? Because everyone's talking about it. Chainsaw Man. Well, okay, I had another thing that I consumed that I wanted to talk about too in relation oh, to that but oh I didn't I thought we were going to go back and forth I didn't know it was in relation no no I'm just I think it's fine that you threw out Chainsaw Man just I because we the were other all... thing I'm going to talk about is related but whatever talk about Chainsaw Man no aww guys I ruined the episode I'm sorry what no no I don't it's think over. you get what, where I'm going with that just just I, go off go off I'm, exci- I'm excited to see where you were going to go with that but I read all of Chainsaw Man in literally three days. It's 97 chapters. I was stuck in a car driving up to New Hampshire. I was traveling for like 14 hours this one weekend, and I just sat and I read all of Chainsaw Man. I had started it. I, was, I started reading it on chapter one, and I was reading it weekly for like 20 weeks. And then I dropped it because it's just such a manga for dudes. And I'll get into that. And then I, I dropped it. Then everyone said it was amazing. And I was like, nah, the main character just does stuff for boobs and sex. Not for me. And then everyone kept saying it was amazing. And then it ended and everyone was like, this is the greatest thing ever. I'm like, you're wrong. I don't, is that really the sentiment? Um, a lot of people are using that term that's been popular lately. Peak fiction. I peak don't fiction? think. What does that mean? Peak, it's peak fiction. Like P E A K, like the top, the the top of the mountain. It's like the best. Um, I don't think so. I did really enjoy it, and there are some non-spoiler things that I can talk about about it. Um, obviously, the art is great. It's very um, effective art. He's bursting out of his panels. It's a a lot of detailed work, uh, cityscapes, but still in a way very berserk 
esque the monsters that come out are also semi berserk esque in their detail, but they're still horrifying in their own way. It's a it's a manga about demons and devils and stuff like that, so it could get pretty grotesque, grotesque, which is really cool. The amount of gore, I'm kind of surprised it is in Shonen Jump. It leans on Senin for me in uh, the amount of blood. The, the plot line's simple enough, but still engaging. Uh, they have this really cool kind of powering up system where everything is a devil, uh, devils are based on certain things. Like there's a gun devil, which is one of the most powerful devils in the world, and a, gun, a devil like G U N. Yeah, like I mean, it, it's not a physical gun, but it's the gun devil. Oh, okay. just as an I just example. Didn't know if you said gun or not. So. Oh yeah, and devils get their power by the amount people fear them. So a lot of people fear guns. So it's like the most powerful devil in the world, Chainsaw Man. A lot of people fear chainsaws from, like, horror movies, so he gets certain power depending on certain things because people fear him or the thing he's based off in different ways. So stuff like that's pretty cool. I think there's, like, a grenade devil, some person that can blow up. There's a shark devil who's, like, the best character. Um, so stuff like that. It's an, it's an interesting way to look at powering up. I feel like it's been done before in certain aspects, but I just can't remember those series, so I thought it was really interesting. The biggest issue I had with it, and everyone's going to, like, punch me in the face for this, were the characters. I never felt like, until the very end, I thought the last arc was amazing. I was really into it. I cared about, I ended up caring about everyone, which was good. But for the first 70 chapters, 60 chapters, I guess, I really wasn't rooting for everyone. I kind of thought everyone was an asshole. There weren't a lot of likable characters, which makes sense, I guess, in the setting. But I was kind of rooting for the main character, Denji, because he's the main character. and We've been following him from the beginning, and he's kind of a pitiful kid. But, again, he does everything for sex and boobs, and there are people that are just killing people for killing people. Like, there's not a great... In the beginning, I guess, there's not a great moral backbone in this show, so it was hard for me to root for someone. Kind of thought they were all horrible people. By the end, when people are dropping like flies, it's, oh, okay, I, I did develop attachment to these characters, but I felt like the beginning of the manga could have been more effective if I cared about the people more, if I, there was a more emotional attachment that was formed between the reader and the character. At least... In my case, maybe some people love these guys. I didn't necessarily love them. But, mm-hmm. again, it was real. So, going with that mindset, reading the manga, I was like, okay, this is good, this is good. Blown away by the end. I was staying up late to read it. I was signing on to late morning in the morning to finish it. Um, I actually was reading the last arc. It was 11 o'clock at night, and I had to stop because I knew I was going to bed soon, and it was getting a little too creepy and scary. Again, the monsters are crazy, and it's very grotesque. grotesque. It's not a horror show. It's not meant to be scary, but I'm a wimp. So I went to bed, and then I woke up, and I finished it. So just to illustrate the effect of it. I definitely think it's worth reading especially because there's going to be a part two and the anime comes out soon, but I definitely don't think it's the best manga in the world. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Drops mic. Yeah. I feel like I keep... Chainsaw Man is on my list of things I want to read, and I'm always like, oh, should I read Chainsaw Man now? I'm like, mm, nah, I'm going to do this. But, like, Chainsaw Man is always there. 
So, I'm gonna get to it eventually, because I'm just gonna eventually, like, run out of Berserk to read, but <laughs> I, I want to read it. I guess the anime's coming out, too, but I feel like I'd rather read it. I'm on, a, like, a reading kick right now. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm always I on a reading kick. I want to read more manga than watch anime. Yeah, I'm always on a reading kick. I love reading. I think... Chainsaw Man, whether or not you like the plot or the characters, Chainsaw Man as a manga is, I don't want to say brilliant because that's pretty strong, but art, from an artistic standpoint and from like an aesthetic standpoint, exceptional. I definitely think it's worth reading. They do really cool stuff. Again, I posted this in the Discord. There's Chainsaw Man riding a shark the shark guy, and there's a lot of really impactful panels. And here's the thing with anime. Anime can make things absolutely incredible or completely ruin them. So if the source material is there and the Shonen Jump app is kind of awesome, not a sponsor, why not go for it? Yet. Yet, right? Once we make our panel (laughs) debut and we really become famous, that's when we'll get our sponsors. We're coming for you, Shonen Jump and Yen Press. The podcast doing everything to not become more popular becomes more popular. What? We're trying, we were trying to become popular. Don't say that. No, I mean, like, we're not, like, we don't, like, advertise it or, like, do other shit. No, we have no money. That's, that's not true. (laughs) Well, anyway, um... Chainsaw Man. Definitely read it. Read it after... I mean, and you don't have to be crazy like me. You don't have to read it in a weekend because of circumstances. Read a couple chapters every once in a while. It's, it starts off, it's pretty funny again. Denji really wants to have sex with people, which turned me off to it because I'm a grown-ass woman. It's like, why am I reading this? I'm a this grown-ass kind? man, and that's not uh, no. that appealing to me. Dude, I'm telling you, this is such a manga for dudes. Like, every... it's. It's not Gurren Lagann in the sense of, like, spirit, but in the sense of spectacle and, like, testosterone, I think it's there. Like, some of the stuff that you do, it could be on, like, a fantasy dude's calendar, like Chainsaw Man riding the shark, stuff like that. Oh and there's, there's aspects of it that are really funny. It, it's a good balance of things, again. I just hated most of the people until the end. Which might, which might just be on me. Someone in the Discord fight me if you liked anyone. I, I liked Aki Hayakawa. He was my fave. Power was okay. People love her. I was like, eh. Denji, I was so happy for Denji at the end. I love Denji now, but I liked him in the beginning. Then he kind of came an asshole, and then he turned around for me at the end. So it really just depends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I definitely want to get to it. Just gotta actually do it, you know? Yeah. I'm having so much fun talking about manga. This is great. No, We should just read more manga. I was thinking about, well, while you were talking, I was like, how do I buy all the berserks? It's really the- expensive right now, unfortunately, monetizing off of Miura. I mean, uh, you could, that's you could okay. get the You could get the regular volumes, or you can get the special editions have been coming out. Uh, They're like the black hardcovers. I don't know if they're hardcovers. Yeah, they are hardcovers. Um, I'll just get the the normal ones. I like those better. I like the normal ones better, too. Uh, We have the hardcover of some stuff, but... Yeah, it depends. It depends. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mary, is there something else you want to talk about? 
the way you say it makes me nervous, is there? I'm, no, I'm asking. Was there, like, some other thing you wanted to go over? Oh, um, I have what I added a new weekly that you're going to yep. make fun of me for, but I can talk about it when we talk weeklies. Okay, I'm going to request you do that now because I have emergency bathroom moment, so wait, I'm going okay. myself. Oh, I'm going to, wait, but I was going to talk about it with you. Talk about something else. I gotta do this. (laughs) Okay, I'll talk. I'll talk. Go crap. Okay, guys. Hi. Emergency bathroom moment. You know, Saturday mornings, guys. You gotta get your morning poo in before you can really start your day. Thomas slept in, didn't have enough prep time to really uh, handle that, I guess, before. Welcome to Anime Double Play. This is why we are not actually popular. Um, So I added a new weekly, and you're all gonna laugh at me. But it's kind of nice that Thomas isn't here now, so I could just talk about it. I am re-watching season three of Chihaya Fudu, and I can explain. So originally when I started watching Chihaya Fudu seasons one, seasons two, I was watching them at work at my old job where I had nothing to do. Uh, and I was watching the dub, and it's one of my favorite dubs of all time. I think it's really well done, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, how I think the dub is actually more in certain ways, is more immersive than the subtitles because of the way they translate the syllables of the cards and karta. I sound like such a nerd right now. So I really love the dub. I watched all of season one, and I watched up to a point of the dub in season two, but uh, they were releasing the dub weekly, even though it was like a year and a half after the anime had come out, because dubs take time, you know. Especially something so rooted in Japanese culture and tradition, translating that can be difficult, so give the people as much time as they need. So then I started watching the sub. I finished the season two in sub. Then while it came out, re-watched those episodes dubbed. And then eventually went back, I think, and watched seasons seasons one and all of season two subbed. That might be a lie. I maybe I just watched parts. But anyway, I watched season three weekly in Japanese. I'm also caught up in the manga. I really love this series. I think it's really, really well done and emotional and great. Uh, but in last month, they started releasing the dub of season three of Chihaya Fudu Weekly. So there's four episodes out. I watched, I watched the fourth one this morning. Uh, Chihaya is, uh, they're in the regional tournament before the Queen and Meijing qualifiers. She's playing against Inukuma. And uh, Taichi is playing Sudo right now. And I'm re-watching it, and I'm going to watch it weekly in English. And it's so great in English. And I can't believe I'm saying this, right? When I was mid-2000s, early high school, I was like, yeah, subs are nothing, dubs are for posers, you know? They just do such a good job. And especially because there's a lot to pay attention to in Chihaya Fudu, the movements, the cards, things happen really fast. So not being locked to those subtitles is really great. And also, when you're watching something subbed, And I'm really good at watching things subbed. It's like second nature for me at this point, right? I can see everything that's happening on the screen and still watching the subtitles. But when you're just forced to listen and not read, watch and listen, man, the soundtrack of Chihaya Fudu freaking slaps. You can just really appreciate it so much more. And I've always loved the soundtrack to this show. I've written blogs about it. I talk about it all the time. Every anime awards when there's a Chihaya Fudu season out, I'm like, where is the 
award for best, the nomination for best OST. The music is just so vivid and filled with life and so great. And I was watching this this morning, watching it this morning in bed, smiling, just listening to the music. It's so triumphant and phenomenal and really great and sets the mood. And it's also cool because Chiaya Furu is all about listening, right? Listening for the syllables, smacking the cards. I'm at the part where she learns from the Fujisaki training camp how to hear the high and low tones of the syllables so she can try and predict which card's being read more accurately. And just being able to not worry about what I'm reading and actually listen is great. So I think watching Chiaya Furu in your native language is so great. And it really adds life to the show. Again, I doubt, like, when they translate poems, who knows, right? When they're talking about certain traditional things, who knows? But just from the day-to-day tournament stuff, you can really just engage in that tournament further from watching the dub. And I think Taichi's voice... And yes, you're going to say, Mary, you love Taichi. You think he's so handsome. You love his character. You're so biased. I am back, by the way. Hello. Tai Chi's Hello. voice actor is just great. I actually just kind of finished, so... I wonder I, what... Sorry, I wonder what percentage of podcasts you have mentioned she had for Ruin. Well, let me give you the spark notes of what I just said. I'm re, They're releasing the dub of season three weekly, so I'm going to start mm-hmm. watching that weekly now. Um, I just watched episode yeah. four, and that's the only one out. No, I, I, I got it. Okay. It's so good. It's so good. I, I know you think it's so good. No, but it's so much... Uh, I don't want to repeat what I just said. It's I know, so much. I, I said I listened to it. Oh, you were listening. Oh, oh right, because you're on your phone. Got it. It's just so much... You're able to enjoy it so much more fully dubbed, I think. I'm also a little biased because I started watching it dubbed. I still think the sub is... I still think the Japanese is great. Mamoru uh, Miyano plays Taichi, who's like my boy. But Adam Gibbs plays Taichi in the English. I literally, when I was watching the first season, I tweeted to him, and I was like, hey, I don't mean to be one of those crazy people, but you're doing such a great job, because Taichi's such a complex character, and he just does it so well. Um, So that's what I'm watching. Oh my god, Thomas! I told you you'd make fun of me. I'm glad you weren't here. You tweeted at the voice actor? Yeah, I do that. I do that for phenomenal performances. I tweeted at a catchy from Persona 5's voice actor once because his like the scene that he has, he just blew it out of the park. You got to compliment people sometimes, especially in such a niche industry as this. And it's not like I favorite and like and like DM them. I'm just like, hey, dude, I'm a random person. You did a great job. I know when praise is due. I think those are the only two people I've ever done it for. So there you go. Okay. But yeah, really enjoying it. Recommend it. If anyone wants to anime watch along, who wants to re-watch Chihaya Furu weekly with me dubbed, I'm going to post that. Maybe I'll get a few, a few friends. It's great. All right. We're going to move on from your 43rd Chihaya Furu rant that you've had on the podcast. Okay, one, though, you need to give us the update. How's the bathroom emergency situation? Yo, it was good. It was just a normal morning poop thing that we didn't I, get taken I, care of before the podcast. Did you hear me? You heard me say that. No, I didn't have my headphones in at that point. Oh, my God. I, guys, it's like we're twins or something. I don't know what to say. You guys know. You guys know what I just said. That's amazing. 
Now, what are what do you want to talk about relating to anime? Oh, on since you're talking about Chainsaw Man, you also read this the the one shot by the author of Chainsaw Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you just read it. We can talk about it now. Guys, it's yeah, like manga back. day. Yeah. Kind of. Really good. Well, the, my next thing is an anime I watched, so. Right, and I just talked about an anime, but let's, yeah, take back, uh, what was it called? Look Back? Look Back. Look Back. Yeah, uh, I watched, I, so, I read it when it came back, the day it came out. It's really good. It's sad. It's poignant. Again, the art is great. It's interesting how he goes from something like Chainsaw Man, which is so over the top and so flamboyant in a way, to such a grounded emotional story. It really shows his depth as a writer. The art is the art and the art is great, but it really shows his depth as a writer that he can do two kind of totally different things. And there's a lot of emotional depth within Chainsaw Man. I just didn't care for it. But Look Back is... Uh, I could say that's brilliant. It was very effective in what it did. But you read it more recently than me, Thomas, so what did you think? I thought it was super cool. I didn't really know what to expect mm. when getting into it. I didn't know what it was about, really. I saw it just like a girl who wants to draw manga. Um, I, I don't know. I, I really liked it. I thought the relationship between... Fujino and Kyomoto was like a little weird. Yeah. It was just like kind of random, but I guess like you kind of need that to like have a compelling story. Um, and also, here's I, the thing. Sorry, I'm going to actually purposely interrupt you there. You need to remember that it's a one shot and you don't have that much time. So, some things you just kind of like got to spark notes get through. Okay, they're friends now. Cool. You know? Yeah. Is, is Kyomoto a, a male or a female? I never figured I, that out. I believe that they are female. That is I how I Kyomoto interpret... I Kyomoto was a guy. I interpreted the character as female. I thought it was two females, uh, but... I'm trying to I figure this know. out. To the internet. Keep talking. Oh, I think she. She finds out that all... Uh, Yeah, I think she's a she. Okay. That's one way to describe it. I, I wasn't sure, because you don't really, you kind of see her in the same outfit, and it's like a very gender-neutral looking outfit. Um, not like it really matters all yeah. that much, but uh, just a side note. Uh, what did I want to talk about with it? Oh, I, I don't know. I feel like I love manga or like anime characters in general who become, like, very obsessive with trying to be good at something, because I feel like I can relate with, like, my running and stuff. Just, like, almost driving yourself insane about how how you just want to get really good at this one thing. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, I feel like some of these stories, like, capture it really well. Like, it almost, like, changes you in a way. Um, it's like that double-edged sword of, like, you're successful because you always want to get better, but then, like, at the same point, you're never complacent. Um, like, you're never happy with it because you're always just trying to, like, get better. Um, and it's just, like, this continuous cycle of, like, 
never being happy with where you're at because you're striving to be better, but that's what's making you really good. Um, mm-hmm. And this kind of captures that, too. I mean, they, they do a good job of, like, celebrating those moments, like, when their manga comes out and whatnot. But I think it's cool, like, she just, like, kind of, like, loses her friends because she's, like, so obsessed with, like, trying to get good at manga. And, I don't know, I thought that was, like, kind of a cool thing to see the characters do. Very random side note thing that made me think about my own life, I guess. Um, yeah. I'm actually just, like, flipping through the manga right now, just, like, looking at certain stuff. Some of the panels are, like, so good. The The drawings are fantastic yeah. in it, too. He does this the, uh, cool parallel thing for the passage of time where it's the same room and she's just doing the same thing throughout the years repeatedly and there are slight changes. Um, it reminds me a, a bit of Mamora Hosoda's work in film, you know, uh, Wolf Children Guy, which I, I thought was mm-hmm. really cool. Uh, something to point out, which I think should be point at, pointed out when speaking about this work, um, it was edited upon release. I'm sure people who have been keeping up with this know. Uh, there is a, uh, an act of violence in it that heavily reflects the Kyoto animation fires from two years ago. And it was poorly received in Japan. People were making complaints kind of like a too soon sort of thing. So they actually republished it and changed certain aspects of the dialogue to make it less reflect those incidents which I think in a way takes away from the work because it is a work about art and it is a work about um kind of the stuff that happens when you create art and that does reflect what happened at Kyoto Animation and I think it was a call out that uh elevated the work instead of kind of pointing fun at a horrific event I think it was more of a commentary than like a laughing thing So I actually, since I read it the day it came out, I read the original dialogue, and then I was able to read the new dialogue. I don't think it changes the story at all. I I think it's still as effective, but I just thought changing the historical context of it now is an interesting choice. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't like that they edited it. I feel like that was kind of the... The point? I, I don't know. The point. Sometimes I feel yeah. like people are a little soft to that kind of stuff. I feel like that's, like, the point of I being agree. edgy. Like, you do think, like, you add something like that to, like, trigger strong emotions. That's, like, mm-hmm. kind of the point. Right? Like. Yeah, and, and I think it was done in a reverent way. Like, the thing happens, and then the characters are devastated, and you see the emotional impact. It was It was... There was no playing around with the idea. It kind of cemented how we felt after the KyoAni fires that our emotions were valid, how upset we were. Even though, like, again, we're, we're in America, we're so far away, we didn't know any of those people, but we know their works and we know how they affected us and stuff like that. So I thought it made the work better. But, again, new stuff does not take away. I'm sure someone has screenshots of the original dialogue somewhere and it wasn't like the plot changed or characters changed. I think the it's, dialogue, the original dialogue is in the Shonen Jump app. They didn't, did they not change it there? I thought they did. I thought they republished it everywhere. What was, I don't know what it originally was because I don't, I don't, I don't know wanna, if I read the original. 
I, li- I literally don't want to say, because I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't watched. We can also do a watch-along about this. Oh, I guess a read-along. Here, I'm going to uh, fast-forward to it now. I'm, I'm in the app. You talk about something. Okay. Um, what do I want to talk about? Oh, uh... Nothing well, to oh, say. Oh, the, the thing that was, like, a little weird was, like, how they, like, flash back to, like, what if they, like, didn't meet that day and, like, replay, like, ten pages of it if they, like, didn't meet. I just thought that was, like, kind of random. I liked it, and I think it worked. I was just a little caught off guard. I'm actually a little impressed with myself that I actually caught what was happening because that stuff, like, especially in manga form, like, usually confuses me. But... Mm-hmm. That was kind of interesting. I like the ending. I feel like it tied it together. How she just like goes back to working on manga. Because I feel like... That's a good message to send. Yeah. Obviously like... Bad things are going to happen... In your life. But at the end of the day... The people who are successful... Are, are, are the people who push forward. And just keep... Keep going. You know like... There are going to be roadblocks, and obviously you need to, like, take a sec to, like, figure out your life and, like, make sure you're good. Mm-hmm. But you can't stay in one place forever, and you have to keep going. And I feel like that's kind of what happened in the end with the last panel where she's just drawing manga and doesn't just, like, give up on everything and go off because the people who are successful are the ones who push through uh, those hard times. Not saying you shouldn't, like check yourself and make sure you're good. Right. But when push comes to shove, you sometimes you just got to keep going. And I like that messaging. I thought it was like a little, it wasn't like totally at the forefront, like in your face. But I, I kind of liked, I kind of liked that because I feel like that reflects me and how I view things as well. Um, I'm very like not confrontational. And if I don't like things, I'm just like, whatever. And I just keep going about it. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like, Sometimes the world isn't as much like that. But I think that's truly how people are successful. So, so. I, I can't totally find it. I think you may be right. So there's one um, headline that says, the, uh, the voices of the canvas were yelling at me in your painting. Which, it's actually supposed to be like, you plagiarized my art, which is, you stole my idea. But then he does say that in a later panel so I'm not sure yeah that's it's inconclusive but they did change it in a lot of places I I would have to do a little more research than just scrolling on my phone while live on the podcast yeah maybe it's also like a cultural thing maybe it's different over in Japan how certain things are viewed and and whatnot I don't know doesn't seem like a huge deal to me but maybe that's more cultural I don't know but that's Take, takes away from the fact that this manga is fantastic. You know? Yeah, it's very good. It's a, it's, a, it's a one-shot, and usually you think, oh, one-shot, 60 pages, 70 pages. It's 160 pages. I read it. I got to the end. I didn't even know it was that long. I was just cruising. So definitely recommended. Uh, we'll find a link to it somewhere and post it in the Discord. Uh, we would love everyone to take a look. It's a very impactful story. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right, Tom. And the art's good. By and Chainsaw the art. Man, dude. Yeah, the art's great. That guy uh, knows what he's doing. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Um, oh, on the topic of one-shots, I read, I think you also read DC3, which is a one-shot by the oh, yeah! team, by the team that did The Promised Neverland. How weird. How silly. It felt like something, like a Stan Lee one-shot. It was very, like, American superhero-esque, I thought. It was so strange. Yeah, it was really random. Like, I don't think it was super good by any means, but it was a fun read. It, you said it well. It almost felt like something that came out of, like, Bakuman. Yeah, it... it that's, that was my initial reaction to it. It felt like a manga that one of the characters in Bakuman wrote as a one-shot to get published in Shonen Jump. It gave me, like, Otter's Eleven, Perfect Crime Party vibe. It's a little campy. It's a little corny. Like, you could predict the whole thing. But it was still fun. Yeah. Even yeah, the art it... style kind of reminded me of the within Bakuman manga art style. It's, it was a weird relation that clicked in my brain. One thing, I don't, like, think about this too much, but, like, you have an, um, a mangaka, and they finish their series, and then, like, what do they do next? It's cool to, like, see them, like, coming out with other stuff. Like, uh, the Full Metal Alchemist guy did, um, Girl. Uh, Silver Spoon, right? Yes, she did. And, sorry, she, and she did, like, a baseball thing, I think, too. Oh, uh, yeah, she did some baseball thing. I haven't read yeah. her other work, but, um... Silver Spoon like, Rocks. Ended, I don't know, what, a year and a half ago? Ooh. Less? Yeah, I guess. Borderline, too. So it's cool yeah. to see them doing something, because I really like their shit. So I'm glad we might see more work for them on the horizon. I hope it's not this. But yeah, right. Something else. The art was pretty similar. I honestly probably yeah. wouldn't have picked it out that the art's from the same guy, but it was it was oh, still good. Y- you can tell by the faces. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. Once like I know, I can tell, but I probably wouldn't like pick it right. out of if you if I just saw it, I probably wouldn't know right off the bat. It's not like super distinct the art. I don't yeah. think. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's silly. You don't have to read it. We're not recommending this. But if you're bored, give it a go. Yeah. I, I agree. Right. Thomas, begin the conversation what? about what you watched. Oh, last week when I was home, I watched Doro Hedoro. Woo! You did not watch it, right? I, I was working. No, no, I mean, you didn't watch it in the past. I know you didn't watch it oh, with me. No, I did not. Um, Mike watched it by himself. I did not watch it in the... I did not watch it. Hard stop. I was also working. Just putting that out there. Yeah, but I was actively working, and you were passively working. I was passively working quite a bit. Yes. But we had a good time when we were home, fan. I do stuff for work. I, I wasn't but... accusing you of anything. Okay. Yo, Dora Hedoro, really good. It's so fun. I love the main character guy. The The world in the story is actually really interesting. The animation was super good. Kind of dark. And it's just like this like gimmicky, funny thing, too. 
with the world and, like, how the main character, like, loves gyoza. And, like, all the characters are, are like, kind of funny in a way. It's, it has, like, weird vibes. I don't even know what I would compare it to. It's almost like this dark humor kind of thing. But not mm. in, like, a depressing way. Like, oh, my God, it's funny, even though that dude just, like, lost his arm kind of way. Right. I don't know if that makes sense. It kind of makes sense. I, I'm trying to think of something to compare it to. But I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah, I'll have to think on that. But I really Hard for me it. to comment, since I... <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing right. I'm kind of... I thought it was going to, like, end. I thought we would get the whole thing. But we didn't. There's got to be another season, because there's so much stuff. We don't... Yeah, the manga's on... No. The manga's ongoing. Oh, I didn't even think about the source material, so there's a manga for it. Yeah, Demeray read it all. Oh. But it's still ongoing. Uh, I believe so. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I believe so. Doro Hidoro. Let's see. Yeah, there's 23 volumes. And it is... Oh, JK. It's complete. Wow. Original run, November 30th, 2000 to September 12th, 2018. Oh, so it ended like four years ago, three years ago. Yeah, but there's 23 volumes. And it, this is saying, this is the wiki, 12, volu- 12 episodes plus six OVAs. Uh, okay, that's random. There was an OVA on Netflix that had nothing to do with the story and was very uninteresting. Oh, interesting. Uh, no, no, So yeah, read the manga. Oh, I mean, interesting that that was there, but uninteresting as in content. Got it. No, I, I, I know, I was just messing. It was kind of weird. Like, the animation was, like, hand-drawn stuff. Um, I, it, I don't know. It was just, like, some fun little thing they had. But... I love the characters in the show. It's probably my favorite part. Even, like, the quote-unquote bad guys. Like, they get so much screen time, and they're really funny. Like, I kind of like them almost more than the main cast. Not entirely, oh, but cool. there's there's a lot of good stuff with this. I'm very excited for a second season. I don't know anything about an announcement for a second season, but they better give me one. Yeah, is I this a Netflix original, or did this get aired in Japan and then got put in, like, the uh, Netflix purgatory where they won't show it until it's done? Do you know? I do not know. Okay. No words. Can, cannot say. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, really liked it. I mean, you haven't seen it, so I'm not really going to go into the story, because... The plot is pretty good, so I don't really want to touch on it, but I would recommend it for mm-hmm. anyone who hasn't seen it. And hit me up in the Discord if you want to talk about it. Oh my gosh, I remember there's one more thing I started watching. What? I started watching I started watching Fena the Pirate Princess. Oh, it's yeah, a, you uh, cr- that. Yeah, it's a Crunchyroll and uh, Adult Swim collab which is interesting pretty strong start we'll see what happens it's about this uh 
this princess who gets separated from her, like, pirate kingdom, we don't have a lot of info yet, uh, when she's, like, eight, and then ten years later, her people find her and save her from her situation, and they're like, you need to go on this journey to finish what your father started, and she was like, what did our father, what did my father start? And they say, you're the only one that knows. He left clues with you, and we're going to complete his journey together, so... There's some samurai and ninja people. She's cool. What? I said not another one of those. I feel like that's like a <laughs> popular plot point where like you yeah. hold all the keys, but you don't actually know anything about the keys or, or anything. Golden Kamui did that. Dude, Golden Kamui. Golden Kamui! <laughs> I just said that. Yeah, so, um, but the animation's great. The colors are good. I really like the art style. There's only two episodes out. Give it a go. And I think it uh, comes out on Sunday, so it should be out tomorrow. Good to start to. And that's all I'll say, because I would appreciate it if you watched it. Cool. All right. Now we can talk. I believe it's going to be. Oh, okay. And now, finally, we can talk about I guess the weeklies an hour into the podcast. I mean, I'm only watching my hero. So, so talk about it. I watched it last Saturday. What the hell happened? Then I, I remember watching. Oh my episode. gosh. It was uh, the Aizawa thing. Oh, right. This was so random. This thing with the, my yeah, hero character. That's the only thing. I agree. That's the only thing. I really liked the episode. I thought it was really interesting and emotional. But, like, why? Why? Why is this yeah. happening now? Right. This That's kind of so how cool. I feel. This would have been so cool if we knew anything about this previously. A little flashback. Not even a flashback with words. Just, like, a, a quick memory of something. A reference to a person, someone, a picture of this guy hanging up in the school somewhere, like literally any, anything like, you know, um, oh, you know what they could have done? You know how Kakashi goes to the grave of Obito sometimes? Just like that. Mm-hmm. Just throw that in there a little, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it's a very similar thing. Teacher with dead old friend now comes back as bad. Wow. It's actually the same thing. So... <laughs> Um, I liked the episode. I thought it was intense. I thought the emotion was there. I was really into it. But I could have been into it more if I knew what the hell was up with this guy. Yes, I I agree 100%. One, I didn't know Kurogiri was a Nomu. Me either. The warp. Yeah, that was random. But more importantly, I will go as far as say I didn't like it because it was so random. Like, it was, you said it was, like, very emotional, but I felt so detached because I had no reason to care. I don't know this character. They literally just came up with him. Sure, like, Aizawa and, uh, Microphone Jack guy, I don't remember his name. They're Uh, obviously, like, very nervous, like, going about doing this. And you can, like, feel their tension, for sure. Like, I thought that was portrayed well. But I don't even know who this character is. Like, so random. 
And then I guess they like kind of got through to him in the end. I, I don't know. It just, it felt too weird. It was, um, I had a good comparison in my head, but now I can't think of it. No, I had the comparison. The comparison I just thought of was not anime at all, actually. The comparison I had, oh, Warriors? No, no. Uh, oh, it's the John Green book. Paper Towns. Oh, with the girl? Yeah, like, the whole book is about some girl who is literally in, like, 40 pages and then leaves, and for some reason we are obsessed with her now. And I'm like, yo, I don't even, like, care about this character, but, like, the whole book is about you. That's, like, how it felt in this moment. Like, I don't even know this character. Why do I care? Like, not referenced at all. Like, I don't know. I thought it was kind of dumb. And what do we even learn? That um, they're using dead people's bodies to create nomus, but we if we can access the memories of those dead people, they could help us, I guess. Uh, before we get Maybe. into that, though, the comparison is the Demon Slayer movie. You meet that guy, you know him for five minutes, and then you're supposed to be sad. And it didn't work. No Wait, one was the, sad. Uh... Hash- yeah, the Hashira. Oh. No, that's, I... That's the comparison. Uh, that's my comparison. That was my biggest if with that movie. Besides the horrible blob 3D man. Um, is that you meet this guy for literally 12 minutes, and 10 of those 12 minutes he's asleep. <laughs> in a dream world. And then his fight's cool, but then it's like, oh, rip. Sad. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that's different. Yeah, no, I I would say that they're not super similar in my mind. I feel like this is more like, this is way more random than like, you're going to work with this character who you know about. It's not like they did like a ton of stuff on him. Like, sure, we got his backstory, but it wasn't like, he wasn't like totally out of the blue. And it's not like I had, like, I feel like the expectations that this moment in my hero is supposed to be super emotional were, like, in Demon Slayer, that was, like, not the expectation. Mm Mm-hmm. I would say. Okay. Fair. That's just my thought. To be fair. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, didn't didn't love the episode all that much. But the next episode, which is probably out right now while we're recording, is... Uh, the League of Villains group. Yeah, they're going... So we're going back and we're doing stuff on the League of Villains. We're doing My Villain Academia. I was... When I finished Chainsaw Man, I was like, what should I read next? And I was thinking Haikyuu, but I don't think I can, like, physically do that. I was like, why don't I read My Hero and understand what the hell's happening and why they skip that part? But then I watched the episode and I saw that they're going back. So I'm like, maybe I'll wait. So I'm going to wait a bit. But My Hero's been pretty lackluster lately. So I'm, and I hear the manga's bomb, so I might go back and just pick up where I left off in the manga three years ago. Ew, I can't believe My Hero's even been out that long. We're over a hundred episodes of My Hero Academia. How did this happen? Wait, we're over what? Uh, over a hundred episodes. Oh, over a hundred episodes, sorry. I like, I like missed that part. 
I mean, it's been going on for for years. I know, but it doesn't feel that way, right? Like, literally, My Hero started, I guess, like, six months before we started the podcast. And now there's over 100 episodes. It's just weird. I guess. How many chapters are there in the manga? Do you uh, know? Two Shonen Jump app. Please hold. My hero. There's 322. So, it's been going for a bit. Here, I can click chapter one. Uh, man, these things don't have dates. These things really need to have dates. I was wondering that when I was reading Chainsaw Man. I was like, huh, I wonder when this came out. And then they had dates under those, which was, like, really nice. So I was able to see, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, just really quick, I'm watching uh, To Your Eternity and Aquatope of the White Sand. I watched two uh, episodes of Aquatope of the White Sand since we talked about it. And... Not the recent episode, which was just whatever. It was like the beach episode, woo. But the episode before it, it was kind of just like a dorky episode. And then there was this amazing like 10-minute scene of this guy who comes to the aquarium every year because one time he met the soul of his brother who died in World War II there. And what? it's the... Yeah. And it's this great... <laughs> so random. It is random, but it's this great scene, and I'm getting, like, Golden Kamui vibes and this other manga that I read that the name's too long and I don't feel like reading it up, uh, looking it up. And I saw within this scene the potential of an amazing show. Like, those eight minutes were so intense and great, and just, like, the other character was there, and she saw the visages of her parents that passed away and they have this moment and then the guy starts to cry because he sees his brother again and it's this big thing and then they go to um selling shaved ice to try and save the aquarium i'm like how can you do that in the same episode so aquatope is frustrating because it's okay but every once in a while it's really good it's come on just stay really good And then, that's interesting. To your eternity, I want this arc to end. That's the only thing. This arc is dragging. This arc isn't super interesting, and it's not anything against the manga because I read the manga and it was good in the manga. The production values have really suffered. Probably, I don't know if it's due to COVID or whatever, but it just doesn't look good. And it looked so I good before, so that's sad face. I feel like To Your Eternity would be better as a manga because it's not, like, much it action. Is. Yeah, I mean, you... I mean, there's plenty of manga, of anime that are great anime that don't have action in it. Yes, but, I'll, but I think action benefits a lot more from anime than, like, a more... Uh, how do I describe it? Hmm... Something, like, where people aren't moving as much. Like, you can mm-hmm. capture that same emotion easier, or, like, not... It's not as hard to capture that same emotion in a manga. But, like, with movement and stuff, when you want to display, like, some great speed, mm-hmm. it's easier with anime. Does Like, there's great anime that are not actiony, right? Like, Anohana's, like, one of my favorite anime. Yeah. And it's... I feel like animation is really important there. 
but certain stuff I feel like it it's almost better in the in the manga form. No, that's that's a good point. I feel that. Um, I was actually really interestingly enough, we had a on Thursday we had kind of an anime trivia night with some of our friends' friends. And uh Mo was on, he's bacon in the Discord, and he made a really interesting point that uh we were talking about JoJo's and someone said, Should I watch or read JoJo's? And he said, Okay, you should read parts one, two, and three because the pacing is off. Four and five, or I'm making this up now, four and five you should watch, six you should read, whatever you should watch. And you should watch the ones that I'm telling you to because the fights are so complex, they're extremely difficult to follow in manga form. And the animation really breathes life into them and makes them comprehensible where they're not in the manga. So in that sense, I totally understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it is a good manga. The new chapter actually just came out last week. I, I do not like the arc the manga for To Your Eternity is currently in. But uh, I think the next arc that's going to happen in the anime, Sam and I, Sam and the Discord and I, Mad Crayolas, are really excited about. So that'll be good if we ever get there. This is a two-core show. Who knows if it's going to get renewed or not. Okay. Oh, two-core. So, oh, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I feel like it's been going on for longer, but... Time moves, time moves slower in quarantine. It did, right? Yeah. Um, all okay. right. I'm all caught up on, on stuff. I consumed a lot of material these last two weeks. It feels good. Yeah, honestly, I didn't think we'd... Uh, when we didn't have a topic, I was like, oh, this is going to be a quickie. And we really did it. We did it, team. We had a lot of stuff to go through. This was fun. Yeah, so this podcast episode is going to come out a little later. I mean, we recorded later, first off. Second off, it's going to come out a little later because I have to go do something today. And I'm also, we're about to get, at least where I am, I don't know about you, Thomas, we're about to get a hurricane. Uh, I haven't heard anything about that. Oh, yeah, not a tropical storm, like a level three to four hurricane. And um, they say we might not have power for five to ten days. So I have to go prepare for a hurricane. And if I Holy lose crap. power, if I lose power, I won't be able to publish this anyway. So if you just don't hear from me, <laughs> it's because, I mean, I live in an apartment and I'm also really close to, I'm three blocks from the hospital. Not that I'm going to need a hospital, but we rarely lose power because we're on the same grid as the hospital. So I'm not super worried, but I'm going to go get like an extra box of cereal just in case. Tropical storm, Hurricane Henry is heading to the East Coast Suns. So yeah, if you uh, if you live where I live, be safe. And if you don't hear from me a while, for a while, assume I'm fine. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> cool. All right, guys. This has been episode 195. We are getting close again to that 200 mark. How exciting! We'll have to plan something fun of your favorite anime podcast weekly. It is us, Anime Double Play. We look forward seeing you guys next week we look forward to seeing you at kineticon hit us up if you need any info on that that's going to be dope and have a great week we will see you next time